This is the MS Show, the podcast for people with multiple sclerosis and their families who want information and inspiration. I'm Bron Webster. I've been living with MS for over 20 years. I'll be sharing with you tips, stories and ways to keep going with MS. Now then, if you're an MS action taker, I want to keep in touch with you. So can you sign up to hear about my future MS action takers activities? The link to sign up is in the show notes. Hi, so do you want to find out about some of the more alternative treatments said to help multiple sclerosis? Often you might hear of things or see things being mentioned online in some online community chat forums. And I know you're maybe wanting to find out about some of the more complementary therapies and treatments said to help MS. In today's episode, I'm going to be introducing the new podcast series, and it's all about alternative and complementary therapies. I won't be getting into alternative or complementary debate because I do understand that they mean different things. But from my point of view, and probably from yours, these are therapies that might help. So keep listening and I'll tell you about five therapies that I've experienced. So as you know, this podcast has got no affiliations what this means. I'm not sponsored by anybody. I'm not um, affiliated with anybody. And I'm able, therefore, to present information that you wouldn't get everywhere. However, it's not going to be snake oil. And it won't be something that's a product from a multi-level marketing company or a network marketing company. And I say this even though I've got a network marketing business. Granted, it's not product-based, but anything I'm about to talk about, I have personal knowledge or experience of. Some of the more alternative or complementary therapies might lack scientific evidence of the benefits. Many times, these benefits that we hear about are based on anecdote or story or experience-based benefits. These benefits might be because we're taking individual time out of our busy lives to try and heal ourselves. So there might not be a measurable benefit that somebody else can see, but it's possible that by taking that time out, we're feeling better. And you know what, if that's the case, then that's still a positive outcome as far as I'm concerned. So let's dive in and have a look at these five. The first one, APS therapy, action, potential, simulation therapy. I discovered it at my local MS therapy centre. And I was hearing about people having benefits with their fatigue. So I went and tried it out and discovered what was involved. An APS therapy um, trained practitioner 
writes a programme based on my difficulties or areas that I want to address. And then some electrodes get applied to various parts of your body and an eight minute treatment cycle begins. At the end of the eight minutes, you reposition the electrodes, you do another eight minutes, and in total, you repeat that four times. So it's just over half an hour to do the full treatment. And what's happening is that there is a current being sent into your body through the electrodes. You can't feel it. Um, it's just might have a little bit of a buzz or a tingle feeling. But the current mimics the exact electrical wavelength of action potentials. And these are triggers that exist in our bodies and that activate the responses in the nerves. So these electrodes are giving more action potentials into our body because with MS, there's evidence that that function within our bodies doesn't always work. So treatment benefits that I've personally experienced, it's reduced my fatigue, it reduced some swelling around a bruise following a fall, and it's moderately helped my mobility, not forever, but for a short-term option. So if you want to find out more about APS, action potential simulation therapy follow the link in the show notes it's not stimulation it's not action potential stimulation it's simulating which means copying what already exists in our body but i'll put the link for some more information in today's show notes now while we're talking about energy let's look at the second thing reiki and it's based on energy um, the body's energy and I've had Reiki, Reiki treatments I used to have them every month with a Reiki master and found it hugely relaxing I could sit on a chair but what I really enjoyed was climbing onto the couch that she'd bring going under the lovely fleecy blankets and then she would really gently place her hands on my head or my shoulders my thighs um, and her hands were always really warm. Some kind of energy transfer would take place. I do not profess to understand much about it and I don't understand chakras and crystal healings because she used crystals sometimes and placed them on the various chakras on my body. So I don't understand it but it made me feel better. And sometimes I came away from a session feeling less pain or more energy. Now, with Reiki, it's important to find a good practitioner who's someone you trust and take the time out because you will feel the benefits. The third alternative therapy is something called Bowen therapy. And the type that I had was fascial release. So Bowen is spelled B-O-W-E-N, Bowen therapy. It's a hands-on treatment that I found ever so beneficial. There are different approaches to Bowen therapy. 
And I was really lucky to find my therapist who had a huge knowledge of MS because his wife lived with MS and he used to treat her regularly. So he knew the sorts of changes that MS makes to our bodies and our tissues, the tissues within our body. Um, and he would massage, if that's the proper description, um, different parts of my body and then apply pressure to release the fascial tissue. So he would apply pressure to re release the sort of buildup in these tissues. And I could see the benefits straight away after the treatment in terms of strength in my limbs or more, more flexible movement. And I remember one day I wanted to try a jog, to do a little jog. So it made a big uh, impact on me. There is a downside. You might decide that your partner needs to train as a therapist and then deliver some Bowen therapy to you daily rather than once a week, fortnight or month or whatever you can afford. So that is the only downside to Bowen therapy. The fourth thing, hyperbaric oxygen therapy. And this has got huge potential for so many different conditions. What's involved? You might have heard of oxygen, getting oxygen therapy. So if you've, if you've signed up to do it, you'll, you'll go and you'll walk into with some other people, probably depending on the size of the tank. So you're going to walk into this huge chamber or tank, put a breathing mask on your face. And then the tank gets sealed and you're closed in and you're airtight and you're breathing pure oxygen through a mask. And it begins by the, the pressure in the tank being changed as if you were deep sea diving. So typically the center that's offering this therapy, they will have dives, as they call them, down to different depths. So it's a case of having a chat and finding out about the different depths and what's going to be best for you. So the pure oxygen at a different pressure can help with healing. It can help with pain and fatigue. And it is usually offered in places like MS therapy centres where specially trained staff are going to help you with putting your mask on, sitting in the right place within this chamber. If you've got mobility issues, they'll help to get you positioned on uh, the seats or put the wheelchair somewhere that you need it to be. Personally, for me, the breathing used to tire me out. Plus, I think when the right depth for me, when those um, treatments were taking place, were usually in the morning, which are never great for me. And it was a 30 minute drive to the centre. So I made the decision to not continue with um, oxygen therapy, but I know it's really good for some people. In my case, because I was trying it out for fatigue, because I was having a really bad patch, um, it just wasn't giving me what I needed at that point in time. But that doesn't mean it won't work for you. Something else that I've tried and done regularly reflexology an ancient therapy that involves 
you put gentle pressure onto different parts of the foot and sometimes the hand. And a reflexologist understands where the different parts of the foot align to different parts of the body. And they're trained to pick up problems by feeling the foot so they can identify problems in the corresponding parts of the body. And I remember many years ago having uh, some reflexology and it was probably that she, I think she treated me maybe three times, that was all. And she always kept saying about a problem in my neck and a problem in my neck and in my throat. And I kept saying, no, 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 um, it's fine. It's all right at the moment. But actually, what I didn't know is that a cancerous tumour was growing in my neck. Um, and so it is really possible that that's what she picked up. Now, I stopped going to that particular practitioner, not for any reason, you know, it was just a case of timing. Um, but then for the past 12, 18 months, I was, before COVID, receiving uh, monthly uh, reflexology so it's like a gentle foot massage with lovely essential oils and she's able to pick up on my digestive problems and problems um, in my shoulders and my neck and the muscles I started out being treated at an MS therapy center but it became easier because of the journey to travel there it became easier to find someone local who was qualified and who came out to visit me at home. So make sure you look for somebody that's qualified and I'll put some details into the show notes of how you can check that out. And then there are lots of things I haven't tried yet. Things like shiatsu massage, CBD cannabis oil, LDN, low dose naltrexone, NIS and the what that stands for escapes me so there are lots of other things and I can't you know can't try all of them some of them cost money as well but I've got details coming up in an episode in this series so hopefully you can find out some more about these therapies and don't forget the self-care that you can do for your MS with your movement which was in the last series, uh, diet that we've had in a previous series, and of course, a positive mindset. So there you have it, my personal forays into a more alternative or complementary way of treating MS. And coming up in the other episodes in this series, I'm interviewing people with MS who have tried different therapies. Plus, I'm also interviewing a practitioner and his client about NIS. So I hope you're going to really enjoy this series and check out the show notes to get some links for where you can look into things for yourself. Now then, if you're an MS action taker, I want to keep in touch with you. So can you sign up to hear about my future? MS Action Takers activities. The link to sign up is in the show notes. Thanks so much for listening to today's MS show. Please subscribe, rate and review this podcast 
And if you'd like to get more involved with the MS Show, why not join our Facebook community? Just search Facebook for The MS Show. Come back soon for another dose of MS information and inspiration. You've been listening to The MS Show Podcast.